Sambodo to the Blessed One, the Lord, who fully attained perfect enlightenment. Sakato yena bhagavata tamo to the teaching which he expounded so well. Supatipano yasa bhagavato sawakasango and to the blessed one's disciples who have practiced well. Tamayang Bhagavandang Sadama Sasangang To these the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha Imehisaka Rehiyata Rahang Aropitehi Abhipujayama we render with offerings a rightful homage. Sadhu no pante pakawa suchiraparindi putopi. It is well for us that the Blessed One, having attained liberation, Pachima Janatanukam Bamanasa still had compassion for later generations. Ime Sakare Dukatapana Karabhute Patikanhadu. May these simple offerings be accepted. Amhakandi Karatangitaya Sukhaya for our long lasting benefit and for the happiness it gives us. Arang Samma Sambuddho Bhagava the Lord, the perfectly enlightened and blessed one. Buddhang Bhagavan Tangabhivademi I render homage to the Buddha, the Blessed One. Savakato Bhagavata Dhammo The teaching so completely explained by him Tamang Namasami, I bow to the Dhamma. Supatipano Bhagavato Savakasango, the Blessed One's disciples who have practiced well, Sangang Namami. I bow to the Sangha. Annamayang Bhutasa Bhagavato Pupapa Kanamakarangaroma Se. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Homage to the Blessed Noble and Perfectly Enlightened One Homage to the Blessed Noble and Perfectly Enlightened One Homage to the Blessed Noble and Perfectly Enlightened One and the young Buddha bitutinga Roma saying, Now let us chant in praise of the Buddha. Yo so tatagato araha sama sam 
Tathagatarisa Pia One, the perfectly enlightened one, Uicha Charana Sampano. He is impeccable in conduct and understanding, Sugato, the accomplished one, Loka Vidu, the knower of the worlds. Anuttaro Purisadamasarati He trains perfectly those who wish to be trained Satadeva Manusanang He is teacher of gods and humans Buddha Bhagava He is awake and holy Yawimang lokang satevakang samarakang sabaramakang In this world with its gods, demons and kind spirits Sasamana brahmani pachang satevamanu sangsayang abhinya sachikattava bhavedesi his seekers and sages, celestial and human beings, he has by deep insight revealed the truth. Yautama desesiyadi kalayanang maje kalayanang pariyosana kalayanang. He has pointed out the Dhamma, beautiful in the beginning. Beautiful in the middle, beautiful in the end. Satang sapiyanjana kevala paripunang parisudang brahmachariyang pakasesi. He has explained the spiritual life of complete purity in its essence and conventions. Tamahang Bhagavan Tanga Bipujayami Tamahang Bhagavan Tang Sirasa Namami I chant my praise to the Blessed One I bow my head to the Blessed One Andvayang Dhamma Bitutingaroma I chant my praise to this teaching. I bow my head to this truth. Namayang Sangha Bhitutingaroma Sehe. Yo so supati pano bhagavato sawaka sango. They are the blessed one's disciples who have practiced well. Uchupati pano bhagavato sawaka sango. Who have practiced directly. Nyaya Patipano Bhagavato Sawaka Sango Who have practiced insightfully Samichi Patipano Bhagavato Sawaka Sango 
those who practice with integrity. Yadida chatari purisayukani atapurisambhugala. That is the four pairs, the eight kinds of noble beings. Esa Bhagavato Sāvaka-saṅgo These are the Blessed One's disciples. Ahunayo Such ones are worthy of gifts. Pahunayo Worthy of hospitality. Dakinayo Worthy of offerings. Anjali Karaniyo Worthy of respect, Anuttarang Punya Ketang Lokatsa. They give occasion for incomparable goodness to arise in the world. Tamahang Sanghang Abhipujaya, Tamahang Sanghang Sirasa Namami. I chant my praise to this Sangha. I bow my head to this Sangha. So this, now this is the last day. Just observe then that very perception of last day, you know, how that affects the state of mind. It's different than a week ago. And there's a way that that uh, language concepts and that affect consciousness. So being the, the knowing, being the consciousness itself, knowing the, the condition, last day is like this. So this is uh, Puto Tamo Sanko, 
Buddha Dhamma Sangha. And it's uh, like taking refuge. Bhutang Sarnangachami. And that, uh, this is the refuge, this awareness. Then this sense of me and mine, uh, my life, my body, my feelings. And then this, this is a conventional reality, but in terms of Dhamma, it, <clears throat> it's uh, language. And then the sense of me and mine, and the knower of me and mine. Uh, puto, tammo, sankho. This is uh, seeing it in terms of the way it is rather than when you grasp, operate from the unquestioned position of me and mine, then you become happy, sad, success, failure. You become the age of your body, you become always becoming something or other because the me and mine is is uh, forever changing. But the aware awareness of me and mine, this is this is the puto tamo relationship, seeing things as they are, knowing from this position of knowing and discerning rather than uh, clinging attachment and, the, and all the proliferating thoughts and emotional conditions that arise from clinging to this perception of me and mine, my life, my body, what I think, which always creates a division of me and you. So there's me, and then there's you, then <clears throat> the separation. I see, oh, I experience life always through feeling sepa- separated. This is, this is the reality of unenlightenment, is you always feel separated in some way from others, from life. It's always a struggle. Because separation creates a sense of loneliness and death and loss and fear, greed, hatred, delusion, or how we experience life through this sense of me and mine. Then in taking refuge in Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, then this is a skillful means, a reminder. So, see, not as a doctrine, but a reminder. It has a, you know, if you use it, uh, it does, after a while, it's be, you know, you, you don't even need to think Buddha Dhamma Sangha because it's just the, the truth of the way it is. But it's also a, a skillful reminder how to use language, concepts, pointing at reality rather than defining it or ignoring it.
So then the investigation like, uh, remind yourself uh, Santitiko Akaliko Tamari. Apparent here and now, timeless, Ehipasiko, come and see, you know, wake up, look, it's right here, not something you have to go uh, to another place to find. So this is uh, a helpful reminder of uh, that it's not about time and place. So like the deathless, this uh, Nibbana, enlightenment, these kind of words, when we see them on a personal level, isn't it? And, uh, you know, from the me and mine position, then we're, we just get caught in doubt. Mm -hmm. What is Nibbāna and enlightenment, deathless? And also Nibbāna sounds, you know, as it's, you know, most of the time referred to as a very high attainment, you know, so that, you know, seeing see, see Nibbāna, defining Nibbāna from the self, from the me and mine, then it's, it's uh, you know, we don't generally, we tend to be self-critical, self-disparaging. So Nibbana is way beyond me. I still have greed, hatred, and delusion. It's, uh, you know, couldn't possibly attain Nibbana and be enlightened and realize the deathless because me and mine, you know, I'm not good enough, pure enough, advanced enough, can't meditate very well, my samadhi is not very good, I can't sit in full lotus anymore, I have to sit in a chair. And unlike that, this is, this is the me and mine scenario, how how it inevitably goes on in that way. You know, so me and mine is always a put down, actually. It's uh, making you, you know, blinding you to apparent here and now timeless reality. And that's where this wake up, apparent here and now timeless, remind, remind yourself. So it's like listening, attentiveness, the deathless here and now, amatta dhamma. You know, just by inquiring like this, if it's, you know, if it's merely a concept, then it, or an abstraction, a kind of verbal abstraction, then it, you know, we, and that's how we, we tend to grasp it from the me and mine position. But in, from the Puto Tamo refuge, then we apparent here and now, this is now, the time is, is now, the place is here, this is it. And so then we're reminding us, remembering this, the sense of awakened attentiveness, listening, Poised attention. Where the, 
sense of me and mine, I should be mindful and all that drops away. You're no longer, you know, you're, no, you're no longer operating from that you've got to become mindful, but your being, this itself. And you, you discern it, this is it, this is awareness. Sound of silence is, uh, <clears throat> helps if you can uh, recognize that or <clears throat> whatever, you know, what, but it's not that which is still unchanging, attentive, poise, that includes everything. It's not closing your eyes and, and, and rejecting and controlling the mind, but opening So this, then, this, uh, this is the, the deathless, is this, it's real, it's not, it's not uh, some kind of interesting, fascinating Buddhist uh, metaphysical concept anymore. Or is it a matter of, you know, I don't believe in the deathless, I think that's just, you know, Buddha didn't teach the deathless. He, he said, there's suffering. And so we, we get into our, you know, I know what the Buddha taught. I'm a Pali scholar. And I have a PhD in Buddhist studies. I'm also expert in Sanskrit, Tibetan, Chinese. I've written very highly praised academic treatises on there is no deathless, no nibbana. <clears throat> that nobody reads. <laughs> but these words aren't meant for grasping or or believing, but their their ways of using the, these kind of concepts, not to try to, you know, but not from the me and mine, trying to prove they're right or wrong, but apparent here and now, timeless. So that, <clears throat> to really <clears throat> fulfill that, it, it, the only <clears throat> possibility any of us have for that Insight is paying attention now, at this moment, being alert, open, receptive. Because if, if that's, you know, if, <clears throat> if you're trying to find it or decide whether it's true or false, you have to start thinking from the me and mine position. You know, then you read books and, and, and then you might have certain, you know, personal preferences. Maybe you, you just, uh, because you can't figure out what Nibbana is, you just say, <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's, uh, who wants to bother with, I mean, it's just, you know, nobody knows what it is, so just, So that's still this sense of me and mind grasping a concept, a Buddhist concept. But that concept itself is not to be grasped, but it's, it's a reflective, apparent here and now. It's not about me uh, attaining Nibbana, because then I've lost it again. If I go, oh, I have realized Nibbana. Uh, and on that retreat, I've, I've really... I really got somewhere because I realized Nibbana. So I must be, you know, my, probably I'm an arahant. <laughs> and they say, am I? I just made up an arahant? 
and it's doubt, me and mine, attached. <laughs> so this relationship of the unborn, uncreated, unformed, unconditioned, there is escape from the born, the created, the formed, the conditioned. <clears throat> also, this, you know, this is, I think, very a perfect uh, basis for reflection. So, apparent here and now, timeless, and mindfulness, the path is the path to the deathless. Apamado Amatapadang in the Dhammapada. This is one of the, the verses I've used for years for reflection. Apamado Amatapadang. <clears throat> Heedfulness, paying attention, being here and now, is the, is the path to the deathless. Amatapadang. Translates literally path of the deathless. Deathless path. Amata, uh, Amara is the same, means the same thing, the deathless. Apamado means uh, mind being fully present, mindful, sati sampachanya, paying attention. So what is that? That's a, that's a poetic statement. You can appreciate it's, it's, you know, it has a kind of, lilt to it, but then uh, what is that? Mindfulness, apamado, amatapadang, is the path to the deathless. And then the next line is pamado machinopadang. Heedlessness, not being mindful, is the path to death. Machinopadang. Machino Padang is path, Machuno is uh, death. So, I mean, this is, this, you know, this taken doctrinally is one thing, but what does that really mean here and now? Because as a person, as a me and mine, if I never see that and, and understand Sakaya ditti, if I'm always operating from Sakaya ditti, then I'm on the path to death, wherever, no matter how many retreats I take. Mine is the death-bound path, Matsunopadang. I'm determined to be selfish, heedless, not mindful, <laughs> and die. Then the, the third line is Apamado Namiyanti. Apamado Namiyanti is the mindfulness, heedfulness is not dying. Pamado ye pamadaya tamada, and heedlessness is dying all the time. So this is uh, this is a this is in the Dhammapada, the Apamado Bhaga. It goes Apamado Amatabadang, Pamado Matsuno Padang, Apamado Namiyanti Ye Pamadaya Tamada. So this is a kind of poetic, uh, beautiful in itself, but then. It's not to be just grasped as a nice poem, but it's, a, it's worthy of reflection. What does this really mean, Apamado Amatapadang, right now? Not, you know, going to the Pali Dictionary and finding out what all the scholars say about it. You don't need to know what anyone says about it. It's, a, it's being using it as a skillful reflection. Reminder.
So then the unborn is this, Appamadavamattapadang. I mean, this is just using these terms. I'm reflecting, you see. It can only be this, in terms of experience here and now. If it's, uh, you know, me trying to realize uh, the deathless, then you're caught, always end up with Wichikicha, never quite sure. Or you just might say, I'm not going to bother. I've heard Buddhists say, I'm not going to bother with Nibbana or all that. In fact, one time in Thailand, I used to give retreats at this uh, association in Bangkok. And uh, Buddhist Youth Association. <clears throat> and it wasn't, it was uh, pretty much a group like this, a hundred people or so. It's called Buddhist Youth Association, but most of them were over 40. <laughs> like here. <laughs> <clears throat> And then there was this uh, Abhidhamma scholar, a woman, a Thai woman, who was most, one of the most opinionated people I've come across. <laughs> and she, she'd always she'd come up at the end of my retreats and criticize me for always talking about Nibbana. She's always going to set me straight after the retreat. You know, I, you know, I try to duck out and get void of it, and she'd always trap me somewhere. <clears throat> and she'd kind of scold me and inform me, you know, he's an expert on Abhidhamma. <clears throat> so, because, you know, she, she didn't think I should talk about Nibbana. But I'm not trying to talk about it as, uh, you know, you know uh, in, on that ideological level or scholastic level. It's a useful word. You know, it's in the, you know, Buddha used the words. I mean, it's not, it's like a word I've made up. And I'm not defining it either. I'm point, there's this sense of pointing, apparent here and now, timeless and deathless. Nibbana, Anatta, what is all these are, you know, try to define them, and you do, you get, you get caught up in a, in a complicated thinking pattern. Which le always leads to doubt, uncertainty. So, so instead of doing that, you say, Nibbana, here and now, it's not about me, whether I'm realizing or can realize Nibbana or not. It's, it's a, a, a kind of pointer, the deathless here and now. So mindfulness, path to the death, path to the deathless. <clears throat> it can only be this, just by Intelligent observing, watching, listening. <clears throat> Intelligence doesn't depend on thinking. And it's, uh, the, you know, we think, we, we believe that to really be intelligent we have to develop, you know, have all kinds of views, opinions, ideas, analyzing, questioning, on and on like this, and, and coming up with interesting conclusions to our intelligent ideas. But, you know, when, you're, when there's awareness, there's certainly there's discernment. It's not, you don't go into a kind of a dull, dumb state. You don't become a, you know, a amoeba or something that can't, you know, doesn't think, doesn't have a language. 
uh, this, this sense of supatipano ujupatipano, the practicing in the right way. So this is like a way of parent here now, timeless. The deathless, unborn is this. And then the, <clears throat> and that, you know, if you keep reminding and observing, trusting this, not in any view you have about it, but in just the, the reality of attentiveness is like this. Then these, these uh, teachings uh, all come together at this point. You know, because Buddhism can sound complicated uh, on a conceptual level. So it's, uh, but, it, with, but the, the, the emphasis, the, the essence, the condition sine qua non is mindfulness. This is, this is not asking you to do something impossible or even to develop some super duper samadhi, which you'll never quite, you know, you, you get it and then you lose it. And if you're still developing samadhi from Sakya Ditti, it's, you know, what, it's better than, you know, plotting to blow up <laughs> something, but it's not to be dismissed, but, but, it's, it, but always where, you know, to sit here and, and develop samadhi is not to be despised. But if we never get beyond that, we're still the pamado machino padang, and still trapped in the in the illusion of death. Me, I'm going to die. Death is me. What happens when I die? Where will I? What will I? What will I? What will I do? Where will I be? But from this. Awareness, then, this, this, what's going to happen to me when I die, be, is seen from puto position, of, of awakened, knowing, intelligent, non-self, it's not personal, not mine, but it's like this. It's real, it's reality. a fact, rather than some abstract concept. This is, this is reality. This is real. And then, then the, then the Sakyaditi becomes, you have, you, you see it, it's just so obvious. What I think, what I feel, what I like, don't like, what I want, don't want. I'm this, I'm getting old. I'm, uh, I don't know what's going to happen when I die. What's going to happen to Amravati when I'm dead? What will happen to the Sangha that, that I have established in, in Britain uh, when I die? And I could, I could th think of all kinds of things to worry about. <laughs> you know, when you're at the end of your life, you know, you're looking back. And so you, you know, you, you're not, you know, looking forward is always, you know, the death. <laughs> when you're young, you've got a lot to look forward to. When you're my age, it's death. <laughs> But this is, uh, this is uh, you know, reflecting on the way it is. So the puto tamo sanko. Buddha knows Dhamma. So this isn't Ajahn Sumedho teaching the Dhamma. That's a maybe 
samutsacha or conventional statement, worldly uh, convention only. But it's not not real. It's not real. It's not reality. <clears throat> so that uh, this Puto knows the Dhamma. So this retreat's been, you know, my intention is to to uh, keep pointing at this. So you 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 know so you can <clears throat> recognize it, encouraged to pay attention to your life, not to criticize or blame, but to just be the observer. And then what do you observe? You like the three fetters, the sense of me and mine. Sakayaditi, Silapatabramasa, the opinions, views, uh, cultural attitudes, social attitudes that you that you have, assumptions that you have about how things should be or about yourself or others. And then uh, this attachment to language always never quite sure. Never quite sure whether I'm doing it right or wrong, <clears throat> whether I'm on the path or not. So, so this uh, doubt uh, is the you know that, then the, this awareness allows us to observe to be the knower of doubt. Where the Sakyaditi always sees doubt is, oh, I, I want to know the answer. I want to solve the problem. <clears throat> I don't like, I, I want somebody to tell me, tell me the answer to the question and the solution to the problem. So the, the Sakyaditi always wants security by having an answer for every question, a solution, every problem, rather than being the knowing, the puto tamo observing, not knowing. So it's knowing, not knowing is like this. So recognize that the Sakyaditi is knowing about things, like modern education is, is conditioning, you know, so you, you acquire all kinds of knowledge about science, psychology, religion, culture, history, physics, philosophy, uh, you know, so we go to universities and we acquire degrees and know a lot about all kinds of subjects. But that's, uh, that's knowing about, that's not knowing directly in terms of Dhamma. So Puto Tamo is knowing Dhamma, not knowing all about Buddhism. So you can know all about Buddhism and not, not know Dhamma at all. So then there's a body awareness, the breath, the, these are, you know, the four postures, sitting, standing, walking, lying down, the breathing, sound of silence. And, and take time during your daily activities to observe the, the mood, not to criticize, but to just be the knowing of feeling uh, stressed is like this. It's feeling, 
you know, stressed out by being busy and having all kinds of responsibilities and things to do. And, uh, you know, begin to, when you see yourself getting all wound up and stressed and, uh, and burnt out by your life, take, a, take time just to, what is, you know, observe this state, this knowing the, the state of mind, the mood is like this, feeling stressed, burnt out. Uh, try Stop thinking about it, blaming it, or blaming yourself, but just this sense of tension and, and uh, stress is like this, being, seeing it in terms of Dhamma. So you know, instead of, you know, going, oh, I'm so stressed, my life is just, you know, uh, too much to do and I'm just getting burnt out by it and uh, and that's how you might be feeling. But then in, in Puto Tamo, that's how the Sakyaditi, you know, that's how you, you, you're you used to when you feel that stress, you know, you, you see it in terms of Sakyaditi. Or, just that slight shift to puto, observing, the knower, it's like this. Jitanupasana, in the Satipatthana, Jitanupasana, Satipatthana, in that sense of, I'm so stressed and burnt out. And then observe this, just the, that, the feeling, without trying to figure out, think about it, or keep uh, operating from it, I'm stressed, position, but be the observer, the puto, seeing this, uh, this feeling of being stressed is like this. And, see, and, and it really, you know, you begin to, to use these opportunities for insight. It's the way it is right now, this, this uh, energy, this, this unpleasant feeling is like this, this mood state of mind, emotional stress is this. And so you're discerning it, not criticizing or, or being averse to it, but just because that creates more stress, but just receiving it like this. We open it wide, receive this stressful feeling. It's like this. And then, you know, Remind yourself to, to uh, with metta, to accept this uh, unconditioned, this feeling of stress. So your relationship to the, the uh, feeling of being stressed is a metta one. It's not trying to get rid of it, but you're willing to feel it, to be with it, to allow it to be the way it is. And then more and more you you're aware of its changingness. And as you develop more confidence, you'll see it, you see that feeling cease. But don't, don't think, I want it, I'm going to be mindful of it so it'll go away. That's playing games with yourself. It's like having a big club, you know, in your hand with meta written on it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to pretend I have metta for this stress, so, but when I get I'm going to get rid of it. So this is where, you know, this, this puto tamo is, uh, uh, is, you know, it's not about <coughs> getting rid of pain and stress and misery and solving all my emotional problems and and solving all my problems in relationships and so forth. But it's uh, forever, you know, this, this sense of awakened attention to conditioned phenomena is like this. The sense of me and mine and the ownership of stress and pain is, is a creation. I'm, you know, out of this heedlessness, then I'm, 
And I really believe that I'm stressed. Stress is me. And I shouldn't be. It's so unpleasant to feel stressed. And, and then we go, you know, then we feel I have to get away from the conditions that cause me stress. And we, we totally believe, committed to, to this sense of me and mine. But, if, but then remembering, puto is not me and mine. It's attention, awareness. And it's, it's non-critical, so it's, it's meant it's not, it's not trying to get rid of stress because I don't like it. I don't want it. I want to get rid of it. It's, it's uh, observing. It's, it's willing to receive pain and misery and stress and that equal, equally with happiness and, and the good things. So that's like metta, isn't it? It's, it's not, metta is non, being non-critical, not operating from whether you like it or don't like it, good or bad. And then the end of suffering. There's suffering and the end of suffering. So this is so if you if you develop or cultivate bhavana, confidence in mindfulness, part of the then the faith or confidence or trust, once you see, recognize, realize, no reality, then the path is, is uh, this awareness itself. Appamado namiyanti, mindfulness is the deathless. And ye pamadaya tamata and heedfulness is the same as death. Heedlessness is a, like me and mine operating out of ignorance, habit, attachment to conditioned phenomena is like ye pamadaya tamata and and. Heedlessness is death itself. Uh, so, so this is attached to death. The Sakya Ditti is all about death. Me, and what's going to happen to me when I die? Uh, and and uh, mindfulness is the deathless. So it's here and now, isn't it? It's, it's rec- you realize it. Third noble truth, realization. This is reality. The deathless is real. Nibbana is, is reality. Anatta is real. So from awakened attention, puto, tamo, sanko, then my, these kind of... Uh, they're reminders, and they're, they're, they can be used very skillfully, not for grasping or becoming, but uh, helpful reminders to, to be awake, aware, observant, listening, uh, accepting, you know, allowing uh, the evil, unpleasant, horrible things to be what they are, rather than always judging, trying to control, get rid of. Then in, in our in Supatipano, the Sangha, refuge in Sangha, then doing good, a relationship to the world around, to the environment, to the society, to our family, friends, is doing good and refraining from acting, speaking in ways that, that are harmful, deluding.
though when we live in a society and then we're, our relationship to it is, is uh, compassionate and uh, karuna mudita, joyful, and, and uh, upeka, equanimous. We find a sense of balance and ease within ourselves that we are not caught up in, in hating uh, the enemy and trying to, you know, getting and wanting to seek revenge and, and get rid of and annihilate and punish all the bad people on the planet, the Burmese generals, and other closer leaders. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is doing this every day, you know, it's like, I'm saying really the same thing every day. <laughs> it's like, we need that, we need that here, because it's so easy, you know, to, the world does seem urgent, important, and so powerful, and, and uh, that we, it's, it's very intimidating, you know, what people think and want and expect of us, and what we expect of ourselves, and the problems of the world, the society, politics, economics, and uh, they go on and on. And this, you know, it's just so, and this is what you hear in the news, and what people talk about, and what we tend to obsess our minds with. So that's why this Bhutto Tamo Sanko, this period that we've had here the past 10 days, is a, you know, is a rare opportunity really for just putting aside that to observe, you know, to, to have more confidence in being this awareness itself, rather than somebody who's trying to become peaceful or enlightened. Supatipanno Bhagavato Savaka Sango The Blessed One's disciples who have practiced well Sangang Namami I bow to the Sangha. 